This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, GAO lifts the veil to show hundreds of feds were being prepped for easier firing under Schedule F. The nominee to be the National Archivist encounters a political speed bump. And the Labor Department is finding a way out of its technical debt. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Biden administration is deploying at least 1,300 federal employees in response to Hurricane Ian, which made landfall on the west coast of Florida on Wednesday. The Federal Emergency Management Agency is leading a federal search and rescue with personnel from the Coast Guard, Defense Department, and Interior Department. The Army Corps of Engineers has also stationed 300 personnel to support power and fuel assessments as soon as the storm passes. A few agencies took steps toward reclassifying some federal employees to Schedule F before the executive order was revoked. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. In the few months that the Schedule F executive order was active, the Office of Management and Budget had plans to move well over 100 positions to the new job classification. Although never officially implemented, the request would have impacted more than 400 OMB employees. The Government Accountability Office reports that only OMB and the International Boundary and Water Commission had actually requested to reclassify workers under Schedule F. But 13 other agencies were communicating about potential implementation. The now-rescinded executive order would have made feds classified as Schedule F easier to fire. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Labor Department is finding a way out of its technical debt. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Labor Department cut its technical debt by 15% over the last six years. The agency now spends $218 million on Development Modernization and Enhancement, or DME, efforts out of its $826 million IT budget. Labor CIO Gundeep Alawalia wrote a new blog post that this change in spending patterns is opening the door for the agency to modernize new services across several mission areas, including using virtual reality to train mine safety workers. Alwalia says his goal is to cut labor's technical debt by another 15% in the coming years. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The White House's pick to lead the National Archives hits a roadblock. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee failed to favorably report Colleen Shogan's nomination to be National Archivist after a 7-7 vote along party lines yesterday. Republicans on the committee accused Shogan of being partisan over her past writings. Shogun is a former Senate and Library of Congress staffer. She currently works at the White House Historical Association. Despite yesterday's outcome, she still has a path to confirmation. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer could discharge Shogun's nomination from the Homeland Security Committee and bring it to the full Senate for a vote. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Vendors on the GSA schedule facing extreme supply chain disruptions have until October 3rd to fix them or risk suspension. GSA told schedule holders that if they have scores of 50% or below on at least 11 line items on the bi-weekly shipped or backlog report, they'll be considered non-compliant and suspended from GSA Advantage and GSA eBuy. 
GSA says it is not canceling these companies' contracts, but giving them 90 days to fix the problems or their catalogs will be removed from GSA Advantage. The Veterans Affairs Department says it's too soon to know if a vendor update resolved issues holding up future rollouts of its new electronic health record. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says it remains unclear whether a single fix to an unknown queue problem with its new EHR system is enough to fully address the concerns of VA employees and patients. The vendor Oracle says it provided a fix to the unknown queue in August, but McDonough says the VA is still looking to determine the full scope of its EHR challenges. I think the concern is significant enough that we're not talking about a, a single discrete issue that would suggest a single discrete fix, but rather a pretty fundamental set of improvements. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies have a new service available to help defend their networks. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency rolled out a protective domain name system offering this week. Protective DNS blocks users and organizations from reaching malicious websites used by hackers. The service is also intended to give agencies more visibility into activity on their networks. CISA spent the last few months beta testing the service and is now onboarding agencies across the civilian executive branch. Federal executive boards, or FEBs, are one step closer to getting more stable funding from Congress. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee advances bipartisan legislation to authorize the 28 FEBs that exist across the country. Senators who support the bill say it would improve coordination among agencies. Without stable congressional funding, though, the senators say FEBs are at risk of shutting down. FEBs play a role in preparing the government to respond to public emergencies and developing the federal workforce. The Veterans Affairs Department and the Food and Drug Administration team up to accelerate innovations in the field of medicine. FDA staff will work side-by-side -side with VA employees at the VA Ventures Innovation Institute in Seattle. There, FDA workers will focus on evaluating benefits and risks of new products, while VA workers provide a clinical context for development. They hope that this will provide medical innovators an opportunity to test their products in a cost-effective manner throughout the development cycle. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, September 29, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 
¿Te preocupas por tu familia? Entonces, ¿por qué darle solo huevos ordinarios cuando pueden disfrutar de lo mejor? Egglands Best, los únicos huevos con ese delicioso sabor fresco de granja, además de la mejor nutrición, como 6 veces más vitamina D, 10 veces más vitamina E y 25% menos de grasa saturada que los huevos regulares, además de muchos otros nutrientes importantes. Así que, dales los mejores huevos. Egglands Best, mejor sabor, mejor nutrición, mejores huevos.